Okay, so welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat, You and Me. It's been a while. I hope you don't think I forgot about you. I know we've had some great guests this season. But I want to take it back to basics. I want it to just be you and me doing what we do best, chatting. Today, we need to talk. We need to talk about our failures and the lessons that they can teach. Recently, I just found something new about myself. It was a news flash, if you will. All the lights came on and the exclamation points and the sirens and it hit me. I'm not perfect. I, listen, I know it sounds silly, but I didn't know that before. In my mind, I wanted to do everything perfectly. So when I see something that I've done and it's less than perfect or less than my standard of perfect, it feels like I'm being crushed. A little dramatic, maybe, but I know I'm not alone in this. I know that there are many of you out there, when you do something, you put your passion and your, for lack of a better term, your heart and soul into it. It's a part of you that you have put out into the world. And when there is a failure with it or an error or it's less than you expected it to be or would like it to be, it feels like a part of you just didn't add up. And that's not a great feeling whatsoever. For me, it feels as though I am exposed and everyone is seeing the nakedness of who I am and it's not appreciated. For anyone who's like me, that's a really hard thing to digest at all. So I really think we need to talk and we need to be real. Personal errors. That's a part of life. And I am brand spanking new to being able to accept it. I'm not naive to know or not know that these things happen. The problem was I did not want to accept it as part of my life and my space in this world. But I'm realizing how ridiculous that was. And later on in our discussion, our chat, I'll talk to you about it a little bit more. But these personal errors, they can take so many forms, whether it's in your job, you make a mistake on a project, or it's in your passion pursuit in something you want to do and it might have been a business that failed or an idea that didn't take off or something fell through or it could have been you are in recovery from something maybe it's an addiction of some sort and you slipped up again these things happen The major part that we have to get to is understanding that beating ourselves up doesn't help. 
there's a type of tough love and then there's a type of no love and it's just tough. And that is what we give to ourselves when we beat ourselves up. Because with tough love, I give it. With tough love, you're actually helping the person because you love them and you're evaluating what's what you believe is best for them. And if you're doing tough love the correct way, you are also talking to this person so you have a sense of who they are and what they need to help them get through what they're going through or get past it in tough love. But the tough love that we are claiming when we beat ourselves up it's actually no love whatsoever because all we're taking and all that's being inundated into our minds is negativity that's self-inflicted and that doesn't make sense whatsoever who would beat themselves on purpose i mean i know that there are some who do and that stems from mental, you know, mentally beating yourself up as well. And there are counselors for that. There are so many programs. And if you are struggling with things like self-harm, please, 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 please seek help. Get a counselor. You can do things anonymously. I will post um, phone numbers and links at the bottom of this on the website on crystalsays.com for this particular episode. It'll be there. You can do these things anonymously. Sometimes it's hard to talk to family and friends because you feel like they're going to judge you because of this personal error, because of this personal failure, because it seems that if you're the only person doing it, you must be wrong. Something must be wrong with you because no one else is doing it. Nothing's wrong with you in the sense that you're thinking at all. There's nothing wrong with you. You need help in the sense of talking it through and getting guidance from someone who can pull out what you need to see so that you can see it in front of you and you can address it. We have a lot of failures because we don't want to address the elephants in the room and it's about time we call out these elephants I mean I love elephants but (laughs) we need to call them out for me recently there was a project that I did and after going through it I looked at it and I saw all the errors just glaring in front of me and at this present time I can't tell if other people saw the errors too or if they're not saying anything but it's getting praises but all I can see are the mistakes I can see where I wasn't my best I can see where I wasn't perfect and then that leads me to start judging the works of others so I can feel better about myself not that's just sick that's just sick because that helps absolutely no one but seriously how many times do we do this I won't even say have we done this because this is subconscious it just happens 
It happens all the time. It's the blame game in different guises. We find something else to take the heat off of how we're feeling. But later on, we circle back to beat ourselves up about the error or the failure. (sighs) With this thing that has forced me to realize that I, Crystal Haynes, am not perfect, as hard as that felt to realize... I'm now learning to leave these errors alone by force. And it's not easy, y'all. <laughs> it, it is hard because by nature, I want to fix things. I want to tweak them and twist them and put them right the way I think they should be. See, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. But I'm doing this by force. If you think back from some of the blogs I've written and some of the episodes on this show that I've talked about, there are a lot of things that I have to do by force because mentally the negativity stays and I I regurgitate it like a cow chewing its cud over and over and over and over. I go over it and I obsess over it. Am I changing any of it? No. Because I can't. The thing has happened. And there are times where I cannot fix a thing. Because to try to fix it makes it worse. And I have learned that too several times the hard way. Well, maybe I hadn't learned it the first 15 times. But the 16th time, I promise you, I got it. That might be right now. This might be the 16th time that I'm talking about. But this is by force. I am making the conscious. And it's important to be conscious. This is um, that that term that they're all using now, mindfulness. But it it just means conscious. You know, you're making an active decision to realize something, recognize it and say, okay, yes, I'm going to do this. Okay, no, I'm not going to do this. In my sense, I am by force consciously making a decision to not touch the error, to not tweak it, to not change it in a facet or in an area where it can make it completely worse and then I'm left with a problem that is unfixable. I see that happening and I'm tempted every single day to fix the error so I don't look bad. But sometimes if you've got to look bad, look bad because there's a lesson in that looking bad. So later on down the road, You will look great because you know what not to do. Yeah? So I'm doing this by force so that I can grasp the lesson of the big picture. I won't even say the bigger picture, but the big picture. The big picture here is that life is hard. Life is messy. I will fail. I will make mistakes. Will I stay down in the failure? No. Will I keep making those mistakes? Hopefully I will listen and learn. And that's true. Hopefully I will listen and learn. Lord help me. The next part that I want to talk to you guys about, or chat with you rather. If you were listening clearly, you would hear. Here's my voice when you sound really guilty and you don't want to be caught. 
by your parent. But it's pride. My pride was blocking me all this time from being able to see a failure, accept the failure, fix the failure, or learn from the failure. That's the major part right there. Because sometimes, as I said, you can't fix it. It's only God alone who can fix it or, or make that failure that you considered a failure, make that failure a featured thing of beauty. So the pride that I had, it was blocking my prosperity. I don't know how many things I've missed out on, how many lessons I've missed out on because I refused to see the error in my own way and what it could have taught me. Instead, I blamed other people. I blamed things. I blamed circumstances. I blamed myself internally, but not in a productive manner that could have helped me learn, improve, grow, change, and be a better person. How hypocritical am I to have our slogan for crystalsess.com be better you, better me, better world if I'm refusing to be a better me? Ridiculous, right? I think so. It really is ridiculous. That pride of not wanting anyone to know that I've made that mistake because they might agree with the fear that's on replay in my mind, my own mind, not even out loud, but in my mind, constantly on replay saying that I'm not good enough, but everyone else who's doing something similar to me or the exact same as me is better than me. That's crazy. That is That is absolutely ridiculous to think so. And that type of thinking, that prideful thinking, it completely blocks the realization of the lessons that I could learn, that I must learn. It it, it blocks the gifts that I need to hone and the goals that I need to achieve. It blocks them all. And I am amazed at myself for being so ridiculous, being so blinded by pride. It's absolutely ridiculous to to do that to yourself. Please, if you take one thing away from this, learn from my errors. Please learn from my errors. Just don't be prideful. It doesn't help. It cripples. The next thing that happens when you acknowledge or you notice, actually, when you notice your your failure or your error, and then you couple it with pride, and then you develop the funk. You know the funk I'm talking about. The one where you are down on yourself, you might be a little snappy, at people. You might be a little rude, a little short. Uh, When you're by yourself, you're wallowing. You're wallowing because 
something that you wanted or something that you were doing, it didn't land, it didn't stick, it wasn't successful, it wasn't good. Yeah, so you you wallow, you you know, you're in the funk. The funk is okay. You, sometimes you need the funk, right? You, you need the funk to deal with the emotions that you have because they're valid. Deal with those emotions. But the problem with wallowing in it is you you stay. When you wallow, you stay in something. You get comfy in it. You get comfortable. You 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 drench your whole being in it. You want to become one with it. Imagine imagine a mud bath, but not the really nice ones at the spa. No, not those. The ones that actually still have the twigs and and like gum wrappers, I guess if you're in 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 New York somewhere in the summertime at a park where it just rained. <laughs> so you know, it's it's really gross mud. That's the one you decide to get into and wallow because it contains all that you considered your failure. That's the one that you are covering up to your shoulders. You're rubbing your neck and face in it and you are wallowing it. You are making mud angels in it. That's what wallowing is. And when you want to stay there, it's crazy to think that you'd want to stay there. There's, there's a smell that comes from it and that smell is your your attitude and then that smell lingers on your body and it starts to sting your character now the character that you were building the character the personality the 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 essence of who you are when everyone hears your name when someone sees your face what they associate with with quality with genuineness with with likability with with quality and and something good you've all covered it with mud because you're still wallowing and because you haven't dealt with your emotions of it so now you're snapping at people you're snapping at yourself you're not looking at things with the big picture and you are now incapable of recognizing a lesson to be learned And that's not helping you. How is it going to help you if you can't see the lesson because your eyes are completely cloaked with mud? You need clear vision. You need water. You need to be cleansed. I'm not trying to go extra deep (laughs) with that one, but in a sense you need you need to be cleansed your mind needs mental clarity and the toxicity of the negative thoughts that funk the funk should only be there for just a short second it, it really should a day or two two most you know maybe a weekend if you want to and then end that weekend on a high note all right but It should only be a short amount of time because if you stay with that funk, it's going to breed wallowing and that wallowing all breeds negativity and negativity never has and never will be productive in any way, shape or form. It weakens your mind. Because it limits your capacity to think past your fears. It limits your capacity to think past the present that you know of 
which is what's right before you, what has failed, what didn't land, what was unsuccessful. That's all you can see. And because of the negative thoughts, you can't get around that. And simply put, it stops your creativity and your ambition. That's that drive. That's the ability to think, okay, so this one didn't work. All right. What part of it didn't work? Do I still want the core idea of what I did or what I'm doing to remain? Or do I want to change everything? Okay, so I was unsuccessful in getting through this month past the former addictions I've had. Okay, I messed up. Does that mean I will continue messing up? No, that's not necessarily true. I have this new day. God opened my eyes. I am still breathing. I am still here. I have another 24 hours or whatever hour you're waking up. You might be 12 hours if you were like me in the past. 12 noon was a great wake up time. Um, Don't judge me. But whatever amount of time left in your day, as long as God spares you and gives you breath, that is the time that you have to make it count. Don't think about tomorrow because tomorrow is not promised to anyone. You think about the moments that you have breath and you work on that. You work on that. Don't wallow. Don't stay in the funk. Don't let the negativity continue to fester and stay in your mind. Now at that time, you're giving the enemy, and I'm going to go ahead and say it. You're giving the enemy, which is the devil, You're giving him the opportunity to go ahead and tell you you're not good. You're going to stay where you are, unsuccessful. You have no capability for success. There's no one who would want you to do the things you're doing. You will never succeed. You can never get past this addiction. You can never get past this moment. All of those are lies. If a person, that's why he's the enemy. If your enemy... If your enemy doesn't want you to beat them, doesn't want you to win, they're going to tell you everything to make you stop in your tracks. Why would your enemy help you? Seriously, just a question. Answer it in the comments. (laughs) Why would your enemy help you? Your enemy won't. Your enemy is not that person who's going to stop and, and give you a hand when you fall down. That's not your enemy. That's the very opposite of your enemy. That's your neighbor. That's that's who that is. And that's what that is. And in life now, when we experience these failures and these downfalls, these setbacks, we get opportunities right alongside. And God is great that way. We get opportunities right alongside to learn something from our downfall. I make mistakes. I mean daily, momentary. I make mistakes. I am so flawed and I am so grateful that God is allowing me to see these flaws. Even at this very moment that I can speak to all of you. Sure, it may be a little easier because I can't see all the faces, but even if I had to stand in front of you, I would still tell you, I am flawed. I am not perfect. I make mistakes every single day. I fall down. I could be drenched. 
I could be absolutely drenched in the negative thoughts that try to bombard me daily. And when I say daily, I mean every second of the day where I have to actively, forcefully say, "Uh uh-uh, no, I am not thinking on what you just said. I may sound like I'm a little off if anybody walks past me because of what I'm saying, but it's the absolute truth. You have to speak these things out because there is power in your words. So you have to actively speak and say, you know what? I am good enough. I made a mistake. I fell down. I set, I, you know, I had a setback. I failed at this. My idea was not good here, but I'm glad this happened so that I can learn. I am not happy about the particular failure. I'm happy about the opportunity that came despite the failure. That is where your mind needs to be. If your mind is not there, you need to stop right now and reevaluate your thoughts. Reevaluate the patterns of your thinking, how you have been molding your, your mindset lately, throughout your life, overall, period. How has that been? So my loves, with all that's said and done, I want you to know you're not a failure just because something failed. Just because your attempt to change failed in a moment. Just because the idea that you had didn't land. Just because something is taking forever to take off. Just because, just because, just because. Please know you are more than just because. So... Listen to everything that we chatted about today. Make a list of your to-dos, but the to-do list is not about achieving goals or business ideas or even objectives for what you want to accomplish. The list is about you. It is about the thoughts that you need to start thinking about for yourself, the anti-thoughts anti-negativity, anti-counterproductive, all of those thoughts. So that is your homework. If you have good ideas to share with all of us on how to think positively and how to love on ourselves so that these positive mindsets are something we do every single day, please don't be selfish. Share it in the comments. Share it on crystalsays.com. Share it on official underscore crystal says on Instagram. Share it on the Let's Chat podcast on Instagram. And you can also find me on Twitter at Crystal says a lot. (laughs) So you can tweet it and retweet it and keep it going because seriously, this world needs a lot more positivity. That's our aim. So let's go ahead and be true. Better you, better me, better world. I love you all for listening and I love you even when you don't. 
Smooches, God bless you. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.